Cool Dads. That's right, we're back for another episode of Cool Dad Collective. And if you are listening to this episode, then I've had a child. Okay, I'm, I'm kind of speaking into the future here. But yes, this is a banked episode if you haven't worked out already. Nonetheless, it's going to be fantastic. But yes, I have most likely had a child. I'm currently probably sitting in the hospital with my newborn baby thinking, holy shit, I've got two of these things. So, welcome to Cool Dad Collective. Welcome to all of the regular listeners. Welcome to the new listeners. Welcome to the dads, the soon-to-be dads, the veteran dads, the mums who are interested in dadhood, and just the general population. Welcome. Welcome to the 20 minutes of your life. Maybe 20 minutes. I don't know. I don't know what this one will be. But uh, welcome. And I'm glad you're here. I'm glad you're here because we've got a special episode today. This episode is an episode I like to call dad hacks yes it is dad hacks we're here we're not going to do the uh we're not going to do the shit dad club we're not going to do the dad wins although there are probably many of them i'm probably currently in a hospital banking many a dad win but we're out here for dad hacks today yes these are these are not hacks to parenting parenting has no hacks because you're in the trenches 24 7 you've got this little tiny human that you're trying to teach to be a tiny good human and there are no hacks to that it's all time and effort and just doing the best you can but there are definitely some hacks that you can use along the way and these are an assortment of hacks that i've used that have saved my ass many a time or that i've had an awful experience and i've implemented these to stop those awful experiences so if you're listening to this And you're like, yeah, how do I stop those awful things happening? And how can I use your infinite knowledge of stuffing up 24-7 as a dad to make sure it doesn't happen to me? And that is what this podcast is about. It's not advice. It's life experience. And I'm trying to pass that on to you. I'd like to premise this by saying I am no way, shape or form an expert in this stuff. You will still most likely have things pop out of the ground that you're like, shit, Matson didn't speak about this. And I have those moments still. But we're going to dive into some dad hacks that I believe help me be a better dad and deal with some situations where it's just me and Skylar. And instead of panicking, I have the tools that allow me to deal with this situation. So we're going to jump straight in. We're going into dad hack number one. Dad hack number one. I'm going to introduce you to the concept of the bomb bag. What is the bomb bag, you say? Now, the bomb bag is something you use when you are ill-prepared, but you've taken your child out and you've most likely forgotten uh, numerous things. And the bomb bag consists of a couple things. It consists of one packet of wipes. You need to have a packet of wipes in the bomb bag. Okay, the bomb bag, which I need to premise this, remains in your car. Okay, and that's where the secret is. Keep it in the boot of your car. Okay, and I premise this on the idea that I had when I was younger and I was in my party stage and I would always keep a spare pair of undies, a spare pair of shorts and a shirt in my back seat at all times, just in case, you know, the clothes for decent reasons, but the undies, you don't, you never know when you're going to have an accident until you do. So I always like to keep a pair of undies in my car. And I've now transferred this knowledge into dadhood. So I keep a bomb bomb bag. And like I was saying, the bomb bag consists of 
a couple things. Number one is wipes. You have to have a, a full packet of wipes in the bomb bag. Next, you will need to have four nappies. Why four? Because four is better than three. And three is better than two. And two is probably better than one. But number four cranks all of them. Okay, so you've got wipes, nappies, pair of pants, and a shirt. Okay, and this seems simple. This seems like a simple thing. But I didn't have a bomb bag the first time I took Skylar out by myself. And, of course, she bombed. And by bomb, I mean poo explosion everywhere. And I had to wrap her in a towel, put her in a car seat, and take her home immediately because I didn't have a spare pair of clothes or anything in the nappy bag. And, yes, I can get lectured for days from everybody about, why didn't you have nappies in your bag? Why didn't you have wipes in your bag? Why did you not have a spare pair of clothes? When the bomb goes off, these sort of questions don't help. So what I've done is now I always have a bomb bag in my car. So whenever Skylar does have an accident and it is of a large magnitude, I know I always have nappies, I always have wipes, I have always got a spare set of clothes. That's number one. Hack. Have the bomb bag. Yes, please do that. Just do it immediately. If you're hearing this, you know, and you know, if you didn't have a bomb bag and your, your child has had an accident, it's the worst time ever. And you always question yourself if you're ready to be a dad when that happens. And of course, you get an absolute ear lashing when you get home from mum. Bomb bag means you don't have that. So get yourself a bomb bag. Hack number two. Number two, hack. It is the rule of two. Okay? The rule of two. What is the rule of two? There are many a things where you only get a certain time window to do things. One example of that is teeth brushing, okay? Now, I live in a two-story house, so we have a bathroom in our... We have an ensuite, and then we have a bathroom uh, downstairs. Now, this could work in multiple facets, but always have two toothbrushes, two sets of toothpaste. Why? Because you don't know where your child's going to take a bath, Always have the rule of two. When you've got one in each room, and they're not expensive, it's maybe a $10 investment. Toothpaste, toothbrush. You've got one in one bathroom, one in the other. So no matter where you are in the house, when it is time to brush teeth, you've got that rule of two. You've got it in one bathroom, you've got it in the other. This also works for drink bottles. Drink bottles, once again, not that expensive. Rule of two. Have one in one room, one in the other. So when you take one away, for example... I've left many a drink bottle at kindy. Now, if you've only got one drink bottle, this might be obvious too. You come home and you're floundering for another drink bottle. Rule of two, you leave one somewhere, you've always got a backup. And that works for multi, many different things. Two sets of sandals. Why? Because kids lose sandals. And sandals are the most convenient shoes to put on your child. I have a pair of Crocs for Skylar. Don't like Crocs. Most convenient shoes. When she forgets those Crocs at kindy or daddy forgets the Crocs at kindy, we've got one at home. It's the rule of two. Always the rule of two. Especially, I'm not saying go out and buy two cots. Okay, that's huge. I'm not saying go out and buy two very expensive things. There are a couple things where the rule of two does not apply to. Okay, but if it's cheap, if it's under $10, rule of two. Just get two. It's so much easier. 
And yes, you know, it might be annoying. Why do you have to buy two drink bottles? Well, uh, rule of two. Just say that. It works a treat. Hack number two, the rule of two. My third hack. This one does come with a bit of substance as well. Uh, I thought I was a genius when I did this until I was politely corrected by my partner that there have been Montessori uh, research done in this. And that is what I call toy rotations. Now, if you're someone who hates clutter and mess because you can't think, because you have ADHD like me, toy rotations are fantastic. On a serious note, and, you know, half of this episode is a little bit of a joke, but it, you know, a lot of the stuff works. Toy rotations are fantastic. Toy rotations are you have multiple toy boxes with minimal toys in them. Okay, now the whole idea of this is you can rotate in different toys so it's like they see it as new. It's like new to them. So, for example, Monday through Friday, we try to rotate Skylar's toys. So, one, she doesn't have a whole... She doesn't have to shit everywhere because... Sometimes if we give her too many toys, she just goes, her brain goes like completely wacko. So she'll start bringing out toys, random toys, and then all of a sudden your house looks like a a bomb hit it, which is fine because, you know, kids are like that. You're not going to have, it's not going to be like that forever. But with toy rotations, it just allows it to be way more manageable. And I actually find that her independent play, which is a godsend, mind you, when they're just sitting down, they're just playing, you know, you look over, you're like, holy shit, my kid hasn't set the house on fire because they're just playing independently. When we do toy rotations compared to when we don't, her independent play is out of this world. She will just sit there for like an hour just playing with the four or five toys that we've given her. And then, you know, when she gets sick of them, we pack them in the toy box, bring out another toy box that has five more toys in them, lay them out, and she's got five more toys that she hasn't seen in a week, so they're all brand new to her. She's got like fish memory, and then all of a sudden, she's back into it again. And toy ro- we never used to do toy rotation. Um, we used to just have a toy box with all of our toys. We thought that was a great idea. Definitely wasn't. When you compare the two, and this, I will premise this again, this is just... You know, this works with Skylar. This might not work with your child. But I've seen, you know, well, I've been shown some research that it, it does work. Having that toy rotation going and it less clutter, they're just way better at independent play. So, you know, like I said, that hack has some substance. And this can also be uh, applied to bath toys. Now, we have a plethora of bath toys. Too many bath toys. And it's partly my fault because as soon as we actually had a limited amount and then I saw one of those things that comes with a fishing rod and it's got a little hook on it and you like literally unwind the fishing rod. And I wanted it to be fair. And uh, what we've done with bath toys is we've got two little boxes and we just rotate them in different nights. So for example, when we're finding it really difficult to get her in the bath, which isn't always, but there are times where she just will not, she doesn't want a bath. She doesn't want a bar of the bath. And we'll rotate the toys out. And anyway, she'll see these toys that she hasn't seen in a few days. All of a sudden, bath time's the greatest thing ever. And she'll be in there for like 10, 15 minutes while we're like cleaning her. And it's it's honestly like makes life a lot easier, especially for me uh, as of late because um, we're trying to get Skylar ready for the baby that 
as you guys have heard, has arrived, but with me right now is non-existent, but it will arrive. Um, I've been doing a lot of the bath time, bath time, bedtime routine just to get it prepared for when Kia sort of has to focus on the new one. And the toy rotation's great. It's working a treat. And if they're getting used to like seeing new toys that they haven't seen in a couple of days, it's, it's a goodie. So if that works for you, please use it. If it doesn't, like I said in the last episode, try something else. But that is a hack that I have that I really appreciated. Third hack, no, fourth hack. And this is a hack for dads, okay? This is a dad hack that will freshen you up, okay? And it, it might be something small, it might be something large, but it, it could be something with a mate. Schedule one thing in during the week that involves nothing but you, just you, nothing else. And it can be anything, it can be anything. My biggest thing that I've done, and it was probably the best advice that ever been given is I schedule in one thing per week that is just me. And every three weeks, it is a haircut. I get my haircut. And I know it seems so stupid, but after I get my haircut, and it's like, you know, 30 minutes where you get the razor on your head and it feels really nice and they give you like a shave and, you know, you get a proper haircut. You invest in yourself. I come out of that 30 minutes feeling like a new human. I don't know what it is, but scheduling in that one thing that's just dad time, just me, no, no one else. If you want to do it with someone else, of course, you know, go for a punt, go for um, a massage, Go to the gym, just schedule in at least one thing that's just you or just you time. Because, you know, in in our life as dads, we do tend to, and, you know, this isn't just speaking from my own experience, this is speaking from multiple people that I've spoken to. You tend to forget about yourself. You know, you go to work and you come home straight into dad duties you're making sure your wife or partner's okay. You're making sure your kids are okay. And and too often, too often we forget about ourselves. And, you know, it's like a car. If you neglect your engine, you know, your car's still going to run. But if you neglect your engine at one point or another, it's going to break down. And the worst part is you don't know when it's going to break down. And, you know, the human body is like a car. It's going to break down at the moment that you don't want it to break down, that you need it working. So... Doing that one thing for yourself, it's going gonna, it's gonna to help massively, massively. So that's my dad hack number four. Find some time for yourself. Schedule it in. Speak to your partner about it. Say, hey, this is important to me. I just want 30 minutes. I just want one hour where this is just me time. And it, you'll, you'll come away way better off. So that's my dad hack number four. Jumping into dad hack number five. This will work a little bit more when you have a, a toddler. Now, cooking dinner can be an absolute pain in the ass when you have a child because you're trying to do things. You are trying to keep them, you know, occupied and sometimes you don't want to chuck them in front of the TV. And one of the best ways you can do that when they're, you know, over the age of about one and a half, when they're probably at that phase where it, it is difficult to keep them in sort of, I don't know, keep them occupied without putting a screen on. We didn't buy, but you can buy them, but we bought a step up, like a bench step up. 
Now this thing, you probably saw it in my cooking video. Um, this thing allows the kid to stand at the bench. Now, this thing, I originally didn't really want one and I wasn't going to buy one. But lucky enough, I've got a very uh, talented builder friend who built one for his son and he very kindly built one for me. And this thing has changed the game when it comes to cooking. So Skylar will now sit up at the bench and I'll give her small jobs. And these jobs can be completely pointless. So for example, the other day I got her to sort one thing, like one of the vegetables. There was a couple, I think it was like cherry tomatoes or something. There's multiple of them. And I got her to put them from the container into, from the container into a bowl or something like that. And just giving her jobs like that just frees up so much time for me to just run around the kitchen and start doing things. Like, obviously, please don't give your child a, a full-blown knife. But if you're giving your, your kids small jobs to do, it just just them being involved, they feel fantastic. And when they feel fantastic, you will find that they are so much less annoying. So that is, that is a massive dad hack if you've got toddlers. Make sure, get, buy like, it doesn't even have to be an expensive one. You can get a cheap one. You can make one. Just make it safe and get them involved in things it's a small hack it can be annoying at times but when they get in the groove of helping at dinner you're gonna have the best time ever and you will most likely find that it is actually funny like having them up there because they'll do some stupid stuff and it'll make you laugh and it'll make the whole experience a lot better now those are five dad hacks these dad hacks do work for me some of the dad hacks for example the bomb bag they don't have anything to do with your kid and they're just going to help you out. Likewise, with the rule of two, likewise with the scheduling some time for yourself. Guys, it is a bit of a short episode this week because this is a banked episode. And, you know, I'm currently sitting in a hospital room with a newborn child, probably going through the exact same situation that I did two years ago when Skylar was born. And promising that with, we're not experts, no one's an expert. We're just all trying to get by. And I feel like with these dad hacks, they're not hacks in parenting. They're just hacks in making sure you got your bases covered. And covering your bases, you know, I always use a care analogy, especially when I'm at work. Care, C-A-R-E. Cover ass, retain employment. You can't get fired from dad life, but you can definitely, you know, cover your ass. So if these dad hacks work for you, I want to hear about them. The rule of two is a good one. The bomb bag's a great one. The uh, They're all pretty good, actually. But I want to hear about it. If these dad hacks are working, tag me in your Instagram post. Tag me in your TikTok post. Tag me so I can see that they actually do work. Because for me, they somewhat work. Thank you very much, guys. I hope that this episode was a little bit helpful. A little bit of a different episode. Um, but if you do want to join the community, if you are enjoying the Cool Dad Collective... Go over to Instagram at cooldadcollective underscore or hit us up on TikTok. Hit us up. Hit me up. You know, go follow on TikTok at cooldadcollective. And of course, you know, if you really do love it, if you really just have a spare 30 seconds, which most of us don't when it comes to dad life, but leave a rating and review on the Cool Dad Collective podcast. It'll help more people find the podcast. It'll help this community grow and it'll help us to build an army of cool dads. Because that's what we want. Because we're all cool dads.
you know, even if we're not. I don't think I am, but I know I am. So have a great week with your family, guys. Have a fantastic time, you know, just buzzing around your kids. Take care of yourself. That's the biggest thing I can say. Take care of yourself. Use the engine analogy. You don't want that engine burning out when you don't want it to. Guys, peace out. Have a yeah, I went I went too early with the peace. I'm gonna have to sign off again. Guys, have a great week. And more importantly, peace. Thank you.